It's a common refrain on the right to warn that big tech could come for you at any moment. It's usually said half in jest, but the threat is real and it sends out a chilling message. Silicon Valley now has enormous power. Just a handful of big tech companies effectively control access to public discourse. But it's a responsibility they're abusing like a digital Stasi. If you're even moderately right of centre, then you know you'll get abuse, hatred and threats all the time. You'll be subject to an endless barrage of hate speech. But if you respond, even mildly, or if you simply joke about the situation, then you'll just get more abuse as a Nazi, a racist or a transphobe. You'll then be banned. You'll probably be sacked. And you may well be the subject of a criminal investigation. The left can simply bully people with impunity. And this situation is empowered by the brazen bias of the big tech giants. They no longer even pretend to be neutral service providers. They openly curate their services to push their own narrative and to hound and silence any dissenters. And the worst offender may be the most powerful of all. Google. I recently came across a Kamala Harris quote online. One where she threatened Trump supporters that the Democrats will be coming for you. Now, I'm no fan of Harris. But the quote looked suspicious to me. I didn't believe it was genuine. But I wanted to check. And I was forced to rely on Google. But the first time I checked, Google only returned six hits, all from leftist fact-checkers dismissing it as false. Now, maybe it is. As I said, I didn't believe it anyway. But I'd like to be able to check for myself without Google hiding evidence and shepherding me towards the conclusion they want me to believe. It was a similar case when I sought out the Danish study that has proven how ineffective face masks are. When I attempted to find this, Google actually changed the words of my search from ineffective to effective and bombarded me with pro-mask propaganda. Google actually gave me the opposite of what I wanted, deliberately blocking my search request to push their own agenda. This is a quite appalling dereliction of duty, especially for an enormously powerful corporation that holds a virtual monopoly in information. The implications of this bullying style are frankly horrifying, and this approach is apparent in numerous ways. If you search for problematic parts of Islam, you'll be given suggestions on the direct opposite, hatred of Muslims, and protest against Islamophobia. Yet if you look for Islamophobia, Google can suddenly locate it straight away. If you look for a left-wing paper like the New York Times, you'll get lots of logos and neutral newspaper covers that make it appear a credible source. Exactly the same thing happens if you look for another left-wing paper like The Guardian. But look for a right-wing paper like The Daily Mail and you'll be bombarded with all the most inflammatory headlines in its history. 
Google will go out of its way to undermine that source with all the subtlety of a sledgehammer. Look for the left wing and you'll get lots of neutral or positive images. But look for the right wing and you'll get nothing but swastikas. If you look for crazed American liberals, left wing radicals, you'll get Donald Trump. If you do a Google image search for black couples, you'll get exactly what you ask for. And the same applies if you search for gay couples. Or for Asian couples. Or for lesbian couples. Or for Muslim couples. But if you search for straight white couples, then you'll get an awful lot of this. Because Google isn't interested in giving you what you asked for. It's preoccupied with delivering what the Google gods think are good for you. Your requests are immaterial. Their agenda is all that really matters. And that agenda revolves around a bizarre, identitarian worldview. This attitude infects every aspect of the search engine. And they continually get away with this, despite the fact that no other company ever would. If you asked for a burger and were handed a vegetarian meal, you'd kick up a fuss. If you requested a Frank Sinatra record and were given Nicki Minaj, you wouldn't stand for it. But ask for straight white couples and Google will bombard you with the opposite. This principle applies to the Google-owned YouTube too. Ask for a film on AOC's Tax the Rich dress and you'll only get positive responses. Despite the fact that critical films on that dress got a lot more hits. If you want to find a critical film of a left-wing figure like Owen Jones, then YouTube will only furnish you with positive takes from The Guardian or complimentary films from Owen's own channel. If you want to find a critique of Antifa, then YouTube will feed you negative propaganda about right-wing groups and Trump supporters instead. So how do you find what you actually want? Well, that's easy. You just have to want what Google would like you to want. Search for negative films on a right-wing figure like Trump and suddenly YouTube's algorithm can find them straight away. Because of course it can. This same left-wing bias infects all the tech giants. Wikipedia is awash with the most brazenly slanted accounts. Their page on Antifa reads like propaganda for the radical left-wing anarchists. The Wikipedia article claims that much of Antifa activism is non-violent, involving poster and flyer campaigns, mutual aid, delivering speeches, marching in protest and community organising. The page also claims that most of Antifa's negative publicity has arisen from far-right hoaxes, false flags and conspiracy theories. The article even argues that scholars and numerous studies have dismissed the idea that Antifa is a threat. It highlights their clashes with alleged far-right groups, but fails to condemn their attacks on little old ladies, or the shootings and murders carried out by Antifa members. It's the equivalent of a puff piece produced by Antifa itself, 
And it probably is. But the Wikipedia page on the Proud Boys, the actual anti-fascists, continually condemns them as violent, far-right thugs. Even the opening line on the article describes them as a far-right, neo-fascist and exclusively male organisation that promotes and engages in political violence in the United States. These double standards are virtually universal across the whole of the online encyclopedia. The Daily Wire is dismissed as unreliable, partisan, misleading misinformation. But Wikipedia's page on the Young Turks has not a single word of criticism about the flagrant bias and wild inaccuracies on that site. Now look, neither site is really objective. But the description of the Daily Wire as turning anger into an art form and recycled content into a business model would certainly be at least as apt for the Young Turks. At least the Daily Wire is funny. The Young Turks are just deeply unpleasant. And this is all especially alarming, because Google and Wikipedia have a virtual monopoly on information. The bias, lies and misinformation that define them is so flagrant and shocking that it should be causing a sensation. The fact that it isn't is proof positive of how successful their deceptive monopoly has become. Wikipedia's article on the Proud Boys gloats how they've been banned from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Of course, Antifa aren't. They have dozens of accounts on Twitter alone. And this highlights another consistent problem in the pro-left bias of big tech. On their Twitter accounts, Antifa identify people to dox and attack. And they plan riots in various American cities. They retain the liberty to do so, while Donald Trump got a lifetime ban. So did Milo Yiannopoulos, Tommy Robinson, Gavin McInnes, Katie Hopkins, Britain First, and myself. Yet Al-Qaeda and the Taliban remain. Hundreds of people can defend ISIS, and Nicki Minaj can promote anti-vax theories while calling someone an, um, rhymes with soon. And bizarrely, the moderators, censors and fact-checkers are nowhere to be seen. There's no consistency to this behaviour, no matter what they say. The terms and conditions of the internet giants are vague enough for them to be applied in a roundly partisan manner. So if you're of the left, or a famous person of colour, you can do what you want. But if you're of the right, you better watch out. And don't believe anything you read or see. Maybe, if you're left-wing, the internet's still a fun place to hang out. But for half the population of planet Earth, it's like being a dissident under the Soviets. Watch what you say and look over your shoulder. Because one day, they'll be coming for you. If you've enjoyed this film, please like and subscribe. And if you're interested in these topics, I've written two books which go into them in extensive detail. They're called The Tyranny of the Left and they're available on the links below. Please feel free to pick them up and let me know what you think. Thank you.